What is cracking, everyone? Welcome to episode four, I'm pretty sure, of the DGSC podcast. Um, today, as you can tell by the title, we got Matthew McMahon, Inside Strength, on the podcast. Um, going to be a very, very jam-packed episode here. Um, we're going to cover quite a lot of things when it comes to like mindset, work ethic, setting goals, and smashing goals. So everything that you need to know uh, to prepare yourself for success, we're going to cover as much as we can in a little space of time. Um, so first of all, we'll hand it over to Matthew. We're actually in person here for the first podcast. Usually I get them on Zoom, but we got Manny Max sitting to my right here. So we'll uh, meet the, the pop Harley for the first time. This is true, man. We're down socializing the new puppy and the older big puppy too. Like, Yeah, good to see him because I have a staff myself, so I understand what it's like with the energy of them and what it requires to bring them up and having two of them now and seeing me hardy is absolutely gorgeous but no absolute pleasure Dean, having on this podcast for you actually to, to ask me on and also for anybody listening really appreciate the time or your or your day to listen to what we have to actually say yes a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about is goal set and mindset to achieve that and also a lot of things going from what i do which is the inside strength to do it and get there and obviously that's why i call what i do and the brand inside strength 100 man like that's it so first of all what I want to get you is like for quite a lot of people that don't know you listen to this episode. Um, like let's talk a little bit about yourself then. So your backstory, uh, how you got into like coaching, like you know, back in the one-to-one days. Yeah. Um, right through, you know, to filling your one-to-one books into the online world and getting to where you are today. Like, if you could kind of summarize that up and obviously the best. Way you can. I'll do that in the quickest way. So currently I'm 26, I'm a full-time online coach at the moment. The owner and founder of Inside Strength, an online coaching program that helps ambitious people look, feel, and perform at their best, basically to get them not just with how they look, but you know their mindset, their productivity, their routines alongside it, and change their lifestyle around and get into incredible shape along the way. So how I got into the fitness industry, very simply put, I played football from a young age, played professional, went over to Scotland, pursued that, and then I suffered an injury in the SEL, so I had two surgeries. And from that, where I was injured and out for around six, seven months, that's where I really fell in love with weight training. And I always did weight training before. You know, I was always the guy who was in the gym on a Friday night before a game on a Saturday. And that's what I actually enjoyed and loved more than actually playing football. So as a result of that, the injury was a blast in disguise. It pushed me into the fitness industry. I came home. I then pursued a degree, sport and exercise science. Did that for four years while working um, as a PT and also balancing Tesco's. And it was just a mad, crazy couple of years to try to do all that. But yeah, worked in person as a coach for five years in Focus Gym, similar to yourself, we are based in one of the best gyms in Ireland, definitely for the coaching standard and equipment and community. Mm-hmm. And ever since COVID hit March, 2020, it just forced me to go completely online. So I was in person online 50-50 at that point. And because of COVID, Jim shut, had to go completely online, pivoted when obviously everybody transitioned over. Not all my clients did stay because it just wasn't for them, but then it built up the base and I'm completely online for the last year and a half. Loving it, coaching clients from all over Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales, Malta. Um, you know, had a few clients uh, across Abu Dhabi as well. So, you know, it just goes to show what you can do with an online coaching community. So I'm just grateful for that. But that's mine in a nutshell, alongside what I did personally. Played professional football, did men's physique, photo shoot preps, um, did powerlifting competitions alongside Dean. And currently at the moment, I'm in prep for my first marathon in two weeks on Sunday, the Belfast City Marathon. So that is a quick summary of me and my business. Man, you done fucking unreal to 
like get that across in that space of time, right? <laughs> like honestly, that that was it. I um, blurb it all out quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, like been there, done that. There's been a lot going on the last five to seven years, um, and how you've came up through with inside strength at the minute. But one of the main things that you touched on at the end is like, you know, you, you have experienced it. Like you've been there. You've from men's physique, powerlifting. Now you're obviously prepping for your marathon as well. So like, you know, the first thing that I want to touch on the podcast um, is obviously going to be goal setting and the, and the work ethic that it comes with smashing these goals and how you differentiate different goals and set yourself up for success because, you know, there's a big difference in bodybuilding part of them in a marathon. They're going to require different levels of like mental, like, you know, resilience. They're going to, you're going to run into different barriers physically and mentally. And, you know, even your routine is going to have to change because you were saying there, you were talking to me before the podcast about like how your sleep pattern it isn't the best, but like sometimes that's actually required for the marathon because you need more sleep. You know, mm-hmm. you can't get away without that. Yeah. Like you need to make sure you're recovering well. Um, so like how how would you describe that in terms of like the setting different goals, um, setting yourself up for success with these different goals, how would you differentiate them? Uh, and your your biggest piece of advice, I suppose, like we could probably get into, you know, some tips and tricks for people at the minute that are in a certain field. And want to try something new, but mm-hmm. they're scared of that jump, or they they don't know where to start. Yeah, hundred percent, man. So the first thing I'd say is work ethic is transferable, and I, I greatly believe that no matter what you do, it just requires reps to get better at it. So if you're great at something at the moment, and you want to try something new as a beginner, you're going to suck to begin with. You might even be shit at it. But the main thing is you put the reps in, you'll get good at it eventually, and then you'll establish over a period of time a good baseline, and then you'll make more progress and you'll overtake people that you once thought were very good you'll you'll get to that standard advance as you put the reps in so the fear of starting something new and becoming a beginner and looking stupid you just have to leave the ego at the door you know when i first got back into running i can hand and heart say that i was not fit coming off the back of powerlifting and we know what it's like all you do is squat bench and deadlift you don't do any cardio cardio is a taboo word in that field so going and doing my first ever 5k while powerlifting i remember two years ago and it took me 45 minutes to do a 5k because i had to stop and walk and stop and walk not because mainly my cardiovascular fitness but because how heavy i was then i was near 100 kilo mm-hmm. like a lot of mass from the part of them but my calves and achilles just couldn't take that weight and i wasn't used to that impact so it, it was frustrating at the start but it's just a case of like you start small you build it up and before you know it when you get a structured plan in place you'll be able to achieve a goal that you've never did before and it's just trusting yourself but the big thing is work ethics transferable And the work always comes before the belief. See, when you do one goal and you put the work into it, the belief of you being able to achieve a new goal in a different area, it allows you to get that level of confidence you don't get from anything else. There's a level of confidence that you get from going through something, persevering with it, especially going through tough times and coming out the other end as a success and not giving up, that then you go, well, you know what? I did it in this area and I can do it in this other area. So it's the same with what I've did with men's physique. Professional football applied the same work ethic to men's physique. Same to powerlifting, now to marathon. Of course, the structure, the routines are different, the training programs are different, but it's the same work ethic. It's the same mental discipline required, and you still face the same obstacles like niggles and you know lack of motivation and stuff like that. But it's just all about how your mindset. That I found if I set bigger goals for myself, that upgrades in itself, and then basically doing things that are hard in life, then everyday life becomes easier. And that's a big thing that you know I stand by because. A lot of the training that I did for whatever I've did, it's all mental training, in my opinion. You know, a, a very small percentage of it is physical. And yeah, just touching very quickly what you said about the sleep aspect of the marathon running. You know, when you push your body to those extremes, whether you're powerlifting, doing a, a prep for men's physique, or whether you're doing a marathon run, 
you have to just obviously pay the price for for recovery too and that's why sometimes obviously like i said yeah, the sleep pattern of mine i would just lie on the next day because i need that regeneration from my body to get better but yeah hopefully that sort of answers it work ethic transferable to different goals and it's just about trusting yourself and if you had to pick certain things and and get things in order i would go with have a goal that means a lot to you you're motivated by and it gets you excited that's number one you know you have to have something that really if you think about it you're like oh that's that's a bit nerve-wracking it gets the butterflies there or something you maybe never did before mm-hmm. and then number two on that put a time-bound stamp on it when are you going to do it there's going to be a specific date by how long and number three tell people about it you know get accountable it's healthy pressure so other people understand it and then from there you've got added pressure that you can't just pull out as easy if it's just you you know just like in the morning you set your alarm nobody else knows about it other than you if you increase that pressure with a coach knowing friends knowing you're going to get up and do it more times than that then a mixer with that structure you need to reverse engineer what goal you're looking to achieve and how you're going to achieve it your training program your nutritional programs need to match that structure in regards to how many days a week you're going to train and you might as well train efficiently if you're going to train you might not waste your time in the gym or going out for runs just randomly get a structure in place with a proper program from an educated coach and it will make your life so much easier and you'll make more progress and then the last thing is get accountable get accountable get support if you get accountability and support mixed in there that'll mean obviously you'll stay on track throughout the days that you don't want to you'll have somebody to bounce ideas off you have somebody to vent to if you don't obviously want to do the work and it's just it's bigger than yourself that's what i'm trying to say is try to create something bigger than yourself so it's harder for you to pull out of more people know about it and you've got more structure than just randomly winging it oh man 100 like you hit the nail on the head there with one of the parts they're talking where it's like when you're changing goals or when you're you know looking into doing something that you've never done before and you're getting a wee bit nerve-wracking it's normal to not have the motivation and desire to really want to get into it before starting it's like starting is going to give you the motivation you actually need first of all once you start collecting wins and these little things start to add up that's going to give you momentum and you're going to continue that on into everything else but i personally want to know from my end like yourself the sex is something i want to know is like what did you find the hardest transition was it going from men's physique to powerlifting was it going from powerlifting to uh running was there anything stand out like about them so we'll just talk about powerlifting men's physique which is like bodybuilding training and running so like marathon like what was the hardest transition what are the biggest pros to each of them and cons that you've personally went through with them so if you had clients coming on they were talking about powerlifting or they were talking about doing some bodybuilding for like a men's physique show or they were talking about running the marathon like what would your advice be here what biggest barriers did you personally face in each of these so let's talk about your powerlifting prep your men's physique show and currently prepping for the marathon what- yeah 100 so we'll go through the main the main barriers that you have to overcome through each i suppose that's probably the, the easiest way to look yeah, at it yeah, yeah. number one would probably be the men's physique and bodybuilding the toughest thing is the diet you know at the end of the day you're trying to get extremely lean so what you have to take into account for that is you're obviously going to have to neglect social events you can't have takeaways alcohol consumption has to go down so just in general your social life takes a bit of a back seat for a period of around eight to 16 weeks depending on how severe your prep is and you have to be willing to sacrifice certain things particularly nutrition your energy levels will go when you get extremely lean for a photo shoot prep or a men's physique show bodybuilding whatever it may be bikini the last four to six weeks of that can be quite difficult when you're trying to obviously manage a job maintain obviously relationships with other people while obviously doing a diet over a prolonged period of time so energy can get sapped and that's probably the biggest thing is your hunger cravings your energy your mood swings things can happen in the last four to six weeks that really test your character from a men's physique perspective and also a lot of time is invested in doing cardio at the end of the day 
you need to burn a lot of calories to get very lean the best way to do that is cardio so it allows you to eat more food at the end of this so you'll be spending a lot of time in the gym doing cardio workouts you don't want to do you'll be prepping food and eating very little amounts compared to what you're used to to get your body fat down so the cravings your energy levels probably for men's so like bodybuilding it's probably the hardest things to overcome so that is probably in my opinion that's mm-hmm. probably the hardest thing that i've ever did because nutrition for me always is the training is easier nutrition mm-hmm. is the harder part powerlifting what i found with that was probably probably with that it would be staying disciplined to not overshoot and stick with the program you know yourself when you're getting stronger in a program it's very easy to overshoot and try to obviously hit a one rep max when you really should be doing a set of five and really what it comes down to within a part of them prep is having the discipline to stick with the program even on the days when you feel great and you want to lift super heavy sticking with it and still lift them moderate to you know heavy loads as opposed to going all out mm-hmm. and having that discipline to do that biggest drawback of powerlifting, the hardest things to overcome in my opinion can be the niggles that you experience and sometimes the lack of motivation to go and lift heavy because you've just squatted maybe 200 kg in the week and you have to it's go like last night and they have to squat it this morning again yeah <laughs> and then you have to go and squat it again the next you know it's it's things like that that you have to overcome and get yourself psyched up for basically doing the same thing that you did already in the week but it's mm-hmm. heavy it's dangerous the niggles you experience in powerlifting i've never experienced before in my life so your knees your hips your lower back your shoulders your wrists things will hurt at the end of the day you have to pay the price for putting a lot of weight in your back and lifting it from the floor not to put anybody off at the end of the day that's what happens is the sacrifice you make Mm-hmm. but again having a structured plan and a good coach in, in mind will help with that but the biggest thing to overcome with powerlifting is having the discipline not to overshoot sticking with the program when you don't feel like it working around niggles and especially making sure those niggles don't turn into injuries because i've had injuries from powerlifting quad rupture lower back um injury and just making sure obviously you, you don't go down that route for a niggle to turn into an actual injury so that would be the biggest thing with powerlifting it's a risk versus a reward you're mm-hmm. lifting heavy potential for injury and um, for marathon prep, you know, I'm going through it at the moment. I've been doing this since probably April, May. So I've had the, the guts of around four or five months of proper training for it. So uh, I've been in it, the trances and understand it. The biggest thing is just to get used to the fact that, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be sore in, in your legs. And obviously you're going to go out and runs quite like part of them. You're going to do runs that you don't want to do. You're going to be pushing yourself to places you've never been before like the longest that i ran in playing pro football was like 45 minutes in one go and now like i'm running near three hours in one go as of well I'll have a run on friday it'll be close to three hours straight and if you told me to do that at the very start you know what mm-hmm. physically i wouldn't be able to have did it so you have to build it up over a period of time so marathon the thing that i've realized that all training that i did the date marathon is probably the most mental because mm-hmm. you're out in the road nobody sees you you know you're running for three four hours you could easily just stop you know it's not as case you got the bar in your back right you go up and down up and down up and down you're literally running for three hours straight sometimes and you just have to just keep your world small when you're doing a marathon prep i find like you know focus on the next 1k as opposed to geez i have to do 25k here today focus on 1k at a time get through it that way and you'll take it as it comes and as far as probably the hardest thing to overcome with marathon prep um I, you know, the thing is, like, I'm actually enjoying this because I've had the most experience from other things I've did before. So I'm mm-hmm. actually enjoying this the most I've ever enjoyed probably any goal setting because I've got the most experience of how to overcome things and working around niggles and loss of motivation. So I find probably the hardest thing to date would be when you're sore and your nervous system's down. Like I said, you know, you put a lot of effort into a big long run, then you have to go on all for another big run to follow. It's just getting the motivation to go and do that again. And motivation comes and goes as we know but 
the main thing would be to, to basically just understand and have a bigger purpose as to why you're doing it, to hold yourself in track for it. Like why I'm doing this marathon, obviously as a goal personally, but also to raise as much money for, you know, Dog's Trust. And that's a big, massive motivator. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you see, to be honest, man, the marathon prep for me has probably been the easiest out of them all. So the hardest man was like, maybe as I'm getting mature and older, I know how to deal with things, deal with things better. And, you know, I'm getting more mature in my mindset so I, I can deal with, <laughs> the physical and mental pain more yeah uh, but marathon prep probably of it all has been the easiest not to take anything away from marathon runners at the end of the day it's still extremely hard but maybe it's just me as, as a person maturing you know could be man i mean you've done your phys- men's physique what 21 21 yeah 21 so, you know I mean? like, so yeah like a long time since then and not even that like everything's came on from then mm-hmm. you know business ways you've you've learned from so many different people in that period a little different mentors coaches so the things that you take from these people is going to help you out as well. And mm-hmm. um, what's what's next, man? Like after the marathon, what's what's yeah. what's next for you? So, like, let's talk over the next one to two years. Like, what are your goals, training ways? So what I've realized about me, if there's anybody listening to this as well, who's a very like, you know, sometimes when you're training, you're like, right, I have to set a goal. I have to set a goal. What I've realized about myself is now I work best like most people when they've got a time bound pressure goal and they're they're obviously working towards that. That's when my work ethic and work I puts at its best. When I don't have that in place, training can be a bit wishy-washy. So what I find is for me, there's a bit of a goal, there's a celebration period, there's a reset, and then there's a pick a goal again and go again. And it doesn't have to be the same goal. I'm, you know, I'm not going to run an ultra marathon next. I'm not going to run a, a marathon again straight after. But fitness is so collective from strength, you know, like cardiovascular health, muscular endurance, body composition. There's so many different areas to fitness. And strength that you can you can try different things so for me next as you know i've been doing boxing for for about a year or so um after i finished the marathon prep here in october probably have october bit of november to celebrate recalibrate and then go back into boxing properly do that twice a week with ram burnett as my coach and then get into a boxing club properly and then fight next year and then take jaws yeah yeah, that's it. Well, yeah. hopefully nobody takes my jaw. Like I've got a big jaw. Dude, your beard's protecting it now. The like, beard is come be- on, the man. beard is being specifically grown for nobody. When Matthew right. talks about like coming a long way in the last five years, he's specifically talking about the beard. Just the beard, like I'm growing my beard too, so that's another thing as well that can big obviously win. take the impact from somebody's punch coming towards my chin. But no, that's a goal for me next year is to get into the ring. I'd love I'd love to fight at least three times <laughs> next year. And it's more for again. One of my biggest inspirations, not inspirations, I wouldn't say there's nobody really I look at and go, wow, like, you know, I'd love to be like him. But, one of, you know, I really respect work ethic. And David Goggins, the guy from America, ex-Navy SEAL, you know, he just talks about doing things in life that are hard and suck. So then you can really test yourself. And that's what I'm all about at the moment is doing things that actually I don't want to do. Like, I actually don't want to get into a ring and fight somebody. Like, I'm not aggressive in nature at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing it because I want to take myself out of my comfort zone and do something that I know I personally don't want to do to make myself grow more. So then that means that five years from now, I'll be a better person. I'll be mentally stronger because I did things that I simply don't want to do mm-hmm. when others would sort of shy away from that, you know? Man, fuck bang on. Like, like when you're in the ring with someone, just imagine that they went up and kicked Burr right in the head. Like, just imagine <laughs> yeah, that. It's different, isn't it, when you have like an impulse almost yeah. compared to when you've got an actual probably time structure to fight somebody here. Yeah, and, yeah I get you. Like, but... I will have to be some thoughts to go through my head to get myself out of my, Indeed, my, my non-aggressive nature. <laughs> so we'll finish with two things here really quickly. So I'm going to fire two scenarios with you. This is things that I find a lot of like, people come to me with, and you'd probably find the same thing yourself. You know, when new clients come on board and new people approaching you and asking you questions, these are often the biggest struggles. 
Um, <clears throat> so number one, someone coming to you, a scared to bite the bullet on doing a photo shoot or a powerlifting competition. I've had this recently, quite a lot of people, like they'll run an idea by you, but they just can't bite the bullet. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're just too nervous or they're scared. They don't know if they can do it. What's the f- number one biggest piece of advice right now for someone to listen to if they're ready to pull the trigger on doing a, f- a photo shoot or they're looking to um, you know, run a marathon, whatever it may be, the first thing that you would give them, just one piece of advice that's just going to leave them right now mm. in this instance, if someone's scared to just pull the trigger, but they know they want to do something. Yeah, well, mine would just be what I say. I was thinking about it and I wish what I would have heard or, or hear from somebody who maybe have did it in that area and I'm sort of sad and guess myself and it would be, why not you? You know, why not? Why not you? If you look at somebody who's achieved something in a certain area, whether it be a photo shoot, whether it be powerlifting, say you're inspired by somebody who's lifted a certain amount or say you've seen somebody run a marathon, did it for something or whatever it may be in a certain time. They all started from a base of they never ever trained that way before at a certain point. They were a beginner to it, just like you. Or maybe you've had a bit of experience with it. Like you do go to the gym, but you want to take it to the next level. And why not you? Why can't you do it? Because if somebody else can, there's, there's people out there who are running the marathon who, you know, I, I know people who've completed marathons and they're wheelchair bound. Do you know what I mean? Who've climbed mountains, they're wheelchair, like people like that who have, who are physically not as able as what some other people are, who maybe haven't got the same, you know, resources, maybe don't have as much time. Maybe they're juggling two jobs and bringing up kids. You know, there's people who have got so many other barriers and excuses that they choose not to listen to those and still go through with the goal. So it's just, why not you, you know, if you're thinking about doing a goal, there's people who have probably already did it with much more on their plate than what you probably have and made a success from it. So why can't you, you're just talking yourself out of it. And the main thing is to realize that you'll only get the places in your life. If you push yourself out of your comfort zone, the only way to do that is to set goals that scare you. The only way to do that is to, like I said, reverse engineer, put a time bound stamp on it, reverse engineer back from the date, get structure and accountability and support before you know it, it's a repeatable process like you will get you know i wouldn't be the confident person i am today unless i follow through with what i said i would do with big goals and that's the biggest thing that comes across like you know i, I talk to people who are confident in life they don't get that self-confidence and reassurance by pulling out of things and not going all in they get it by setting a goal that they've never did before and following through with it and especially when shit gets tough just persevering regardless and the thought of what other people may think of you you know at the end of the day when i first did my first ever physique show and Stop playing football. People are like, you're the football guy. How can you be doing this? It's just something that you enjoy. Don't listen to people who aren't in line with what you want. Never take advice from somebody who is not where you want to be. And, you know, why not you? Just say that to yourself. Why not me? At the end of the day, if he can do it, I can do it. Give yourself a kick up the arse if you need it. Get all the things in place that you need. The more you put yourself in the place of setting yourself up for success, the better. So, like, I mean, you don't just wing your workouts. You get structure. You don't just wing when you're going to do it. You get a time-bound stamp on your calendar this is when it's going to go down this is when i'm going to do it you don't just do it by yourself you get support and accountability from friends or family or a coach or somebody who knows what they're doing and maybe you mix with people in a community as well who are doing the same thing as you so it becomes normal and you hold yourself to that higher standard if you do all that combined you're going to set yourself up for success so much more as opposed to just trying it by yourself winging it you know thinking about something that you maybe wanted to do by yourself and you've tried and you failed change the approach Set yourself up to win with all those different areas. And again, why not you? Man, 100%. And like you touched on that. These are all things that you have did yourself these last couple of years. Like this is authentic as fuck. Come, because I know this. Because like, like I've known you now for like well, uh, six years. Yeah, like, man. Since six, I started man, one foot as 21, so like, five, six years. I've yeah. known Matthew since 
literally men's physique day is like building his one one and i've seen it all unfold before my eyes like you know and it's like i remember two years ago talking to matthew one year ago talking to matthew getting some advice here and there and it's the same thing that stood by him the same analogies he's giving you today is the exact same shit that he told me a year ago to stuff that it works so like put this episode on repeat once more time get a notebook get a pen and just one piece of paper and go all out write some goals down how you're going to achieve them what you need to do to achieve them is it do you lack the, the community do you need to reach out to a coach do you need to you know like what you specifically need to do where are you lacking from everything that we've covered and just pull the trigger mm-hmm. like this has been a really good just jam-packed 25 minutes here and there's just been so much value um that's just went your way so just take it right now you know what to do pull the trigger if you need anything just reach out to myself or matthew at any stage um but matt is there anything else you'd like to add to this yeah just like again thanks for having me on the last thing sort of to say is like you know you really truly as i'm getting older and i'm 26 now and i'm starting to mature as a man you know you start to realize who you are and your character by pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and when when shit gets tough that's when your character really shows the only way for shit to get tough is by putting yourself in the situation that really suck like doing things that are really hard and other people don't want to do so you know normalize that normalize personal self out of your comfort zone and just again going through the shit that's that's the biggest thing i could say because it will grow you so much more as opposed to just coasting 100 man 100 like um easily but the last thing that i want to do is let everyone know where they can find you man where, where can they find you where can they reach out to you yeah i'm saying so instagram facebook i'm mostly active on instagram so because obviously the the brand that i call is inside strength so my name can be found inside um inside strength underscore or the inside strength coach on instagram and also facebook i will be linking all of the details down in the bottom of this episode anyway so head on hit him with a follow follow every bit of content he puts out there and if you need absolutely anything if you took anything from this reach out to matthew send him a message let him know if you want any more help or advice with things that he's touched on today, send him a message. I know this man will be more than happy to help if you're that close to just needing that trigger to be pulled. So, man, 25 minutes of pure and utter gems here. <laughs> pure gems. Pure gems. And I appreciate you, bro. Thank you for having me down here. And I uh, appreciate everybody else who's been listening. Thank you so much. 100%, man. So we'll definitely get Matthew on again in the coming months. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to hit us up. And other than that, Keep your your eyes and ears peeled for the next episode. Cheers.